Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content. And to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. Let's get this show on the road with the number 15 team from the Eastern Conference last year, the Atlanta Hawks. All right, the Atlanta Hawks, the Dirty Birds. Let's dive right into this. So the Hawks, as their name says, they are based out of Atlanta, Georgia. They compete in the National Basketball Association, go figure. And they're a member of the league's Eastern Conference, Southeast Division. When I mentioned the divisions in the introductory episode, that's kind of what I mean. They're in the Southeast Division. It only makes sense to talk about divisions when there's a tiebreaker that needs to happen in the NBA playoffs. And that's only if the head-to-head matchups between two tied teams is the same. If they're one and one against each other, then you look at the division. If they won that division, then that's who moves on or whoever's higher up in the division uh, in that case. That's probably more information than we need right now. The team plays at State Farm Arena. So any State Farm fans, any uh, Aaron Rodgers fans out there, discount double check. Is that the same thing? I feel like it is. The only championships this team has ever won was back in 1958. I don't really know any players who were on that team. I don't really care to look, honestly, um, but they're coached by a guy named Lloyd Pierce, and they're owned by a guy named Anthony Ressler. He's the principal owner. And then there's the GM, who is Travis Schlenk. So the Atlanta Hawks, though, they were the worst team in the Eastern Conference. That's why they were the number 15 team. They had a record of 24-58, and 58, and they had 12 wins 40 losses in conference play. That's pretty terrible. Then they had 16 wins, 25 losses at home, and they went 8 for 33 on the road. So really, they're just a bad team all around. That could be just because they're young and they don't have a lot of veteran leadership to help get them through. Sometimes it can be coaching. Uh, but when you have conference play and you're, you're, you have a record of 12 and 40 in conference play, you're not taking advantage of, of putting your opponents down and climbing up the ladder in the conference. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, any other game, any team you play is important because the win goes in the win column and they look at wins when they determine the number one seeds. But if you're playing somebody in your conference and you get a win over them, you get the win, they get a loss. So they're immediately a game behind you. And I know that sounds obvious. I know that sounds simple, but it means so much more when you're beating the teams in your conference because it means that you're going to be on top at the end of the season if you do it regularly. So one thing I thought would be interesting for this show would be to just run through a bunch of names that played on each team last year. And then when we talk about some of the key players on their roster for this upcoming season, we can start to notice some of the changes. So anybody out there who knows a certain name on a certain team, they can refer to this giant list I'm about to rattle off and uh, know whether your guy's on the team or not. Uh, But just some guys, I may not list them all. I'm just going to go through and just go for it. Luke Babbitt. Kent Bazemore, Marco Bellinelli, DeAndre Bambry, Nicholas Brasino, don't even know that guy, Tyler Cavanaugh, Antonius Cleveland, John Collins, I know that guy, Dwayne Dedman, Malcolm Delaney, Tyler Dorsey, Jeremy Evans, Urson, Ilyasova, Damian Lee, Josh McGetty, Jalen Morris, Mike Muscala, I know him, Miles Plumley, a good center, 
Dennis Schroeder and Isaiah Taylor, Tarian Waller-Prince, also known as Tarian Prince, and Andrew White. Uh, honestly, just by rattling off those names, I don't – I mean, I pay attention to the NBA quite a bit. I obviously have my favorite teams and teams I like to follow. The Hawks are not one of them because really they're just not in the spotlight. It's kind of hard to cover 30 teams, uh, let alone watch college football, college basketball, football. Just listing off those names, I can only tell you I know about five of them for sure. Some of them I've heard their names, but I don't know about their work. And that's saying something from somebody who watches a lot of basketball. I will say just by looking at this roster list from last season, they are a very young team. I mean, the oldest person on their team last year was 31. 31. In the NBA, that's pretty young. Most of the ages here, there's a dude who's 20. That was John Collins, who's a rookie last year, I'm pretty sure. Oh my goodness, that he's the youngest. There's a lot of 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds, including Dennis Schroeder uh, out of Germany. Very young team. That sometimes translates into the win-loss columns, uh, unfortunately. I feel like it's important to mention the leading scorers on this team, on each team, really. You have Dennis Schroeder with 1,300 points. You had Tarian Prince in number two, Kent Bazemore, John Collins, Dwayne Dedman, and the list kind of goes on. From Dwayne Dedman, there's Marco Bellinelli, Ursan Ilyasova, Isaiah Taylor, Mike Muscala, Tyler Dorsey. At that point, some of the players you're, I start to say, uh, like, you know, rattle off, they may not have really any importance in the game. Let me go off on a little tangent here. Okay, I said something that was inaccurate. These players who don't score a lot of points, I have to mention that they bring a lot more to the table than just points and just getting rebounds, just getting assists. You know, they're helping the good guys practice. They're in practice helping. They're they're involved in player development, and they may have other intangible qualities that don't really show up on a stat sheet, things like leadership and confidence and support and teamwork and all of those things that really help build a team up and build team chemistry. Maybe they didn't do enough of it. Maybe that's why they didn't have such a good record last year. I feel like the record really does translate uh, to the win column when you have guys who are willing to put in the work on the court and off the court to develop that team chemistry and uh, just become closer as a team, get to know your guys. So uh, I'm sorry I mentioned that the points are the only important thing because that's not true. And if you think that's true, man, you got some problems. All right, so enough of last year's stuff for the Hawks. They're ready to move on to next season, uh, this upcoming season, uh, because they did terrible last year. So I'm just going to list off some of the key players that I noticed in my run-through of this com- this year's roster. I believe there are some teams that still have to make some cuts in here and there. So some of the teams I mentioned may not be accurate down the road because trades will happen and and players will get cut, players will get waived. So I'm just going to mention the names that I recognized and how I think that they can uh, make an improvement from their season last season. So some of the names I recognize, there's a few that were on the previous year's roster. Um, You've got Kent Bazemore. He's a a really razzle-dazzle, three-point shooter, very quick guy. And then you have Vince Carter. Probably He's the oldest guy in the league, I think. Him and Dirk Nowitzki are up there. Uh, Vince Carter... I saw a highlight of him just the other day of him doing a 360 in warmups. Uh, you know, pretty light 360, not throwing it down or anything like that. But for a guy who's 40-plus, he's still got it. and it's, it's pretty cool he's still in the league. This may be his last year. I actually got to watch him play the Jazz back in like 2001 or 2000, something like that. It was right around playoff time, and they were fifth-row seats. That was a really cool experience, and it made me a basketball fan for life. Other guys on the team got John Collins, Alex Len. 
Jeremy Lin, a.k.a. Lin Sanity. He had a crazy tear when he played back for the Knicks just a handful of years ago. Uh, I actually have his autograph on a Lakers flag for when he played for the Lakers that one year. Um, I know that doesn't mean a lot to other people, but, hey, Jeremy Lin has a special spot in NBA history with what he did with the New York Knicks. If, you don't, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, be sure to go find some highlights and, and, and learn up. Then you have a guy named Miles Plumley. This guy is also a big guy who can shoot, uh, still very young in the league, and he has a, a, a long career ahead of him. But I think the most hope that this team has beyond like Kent Bazemore, John Collins, and Alex Len, Miles Plumley, Trey Young. The Hawks drafted him first in the draft. I don't know if he was the first overall pick. I honestly don't remember. But just the other night, he hit a, a, buzz, a buzzer beater from 35 feet out, nearly from the logo, to win a preseason game. He made it, and there was like a handful of clicks left on the clock, but they ended up winning the game. And this guy in college, he was known for his insane three-point shooting ability. He's been compared to Steph Curry because he is undersized, and he is a sharp shooter. That is his specialty. But he is fast, and he can pass the ball as well. I've seen him drive down the lane and get some finished buckets too. He has to prove he can hang in the NBA, to be honest. He is undersized, and it took a while for Steph Curry to come into his own. Where he didn't get a full four years in college, He's you know his size is noticeable. But just like other guys in the NBA, he's going to grow and be fine. Um, I wish him the best. And that does it for your look at the number 15 seed of the Eastern Conference last year, the Atlanta Hawks. Do you think they're going to do better than they did last year, or do you think they're going to be just as bad or worse? Uh, please let us know in the comments below, but don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button so you can get notified when we come out with new episodes all season long. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.